Welcome to Tech Med Talks, the only podcast that brings you the stories and the people behind digital transformation in the orthotics and prosthetics market. I am here with Stuart Reese, the orthotic manager at Daisy Limited. Stu is speaking to us from Cardiff in South Wales in the UK. How are you doing, Stu? Yeah, I'm doing good. Thanks, Kate. Um, weather's a, a bit cooler here today in Cardiff, but um, all good. Oh, great. Great to have you here. So, Stu, what does an orthotic manager do exactly? Okay, so there's a few things uh, that I do. Um, part of it is running our team of orthotists. We have 15 orthotists who work in the NHS environment um, throughout the UK, mainly in England and Wales. They see approximately 20 to 25 outpatients per day um, for products that range from simple insole orthotics to bespoke spinal braces um, <clears throat> and any device that you can think really for the human body. Um, so that's part of it is managing them, making sure that they're in their clinics. I think we do about 150 clinical sessions a week. Um, so it's, it's quite a big number. And the other part of it is running a factory that we have in Cardiff in South Wales, as you mentioned. So we've got a staff of about 120 in total in our uh, Daisy bespoke facility. Um, and we make our insoles, our footwear, our CAFOs, AFOs, DAFOs, spinal braces, bespoke protective helmets, anything that you can think of, um, even the traditional um, leather devices, um, we make them all in-house. So basically making sure that processes are in place and the quality is kept to the standard that we want it to be. So quite That's a varied a role. Mm -hmm. A lot of moving parts for you to manage. There is, but it's enjoyable. You know, I'm very lucky. I love my job. I loved uh, working with the patients. Uh, I don't do so many clinical um, activities these days, but when I was in clinic, <clears throat> you know, absolutely loved it. You know, if, we were, if I do the maths, you know, let's say an average of 20 a day, 100 patients a week. And yeah, um, yeah really enjoyed it. And equally so, you know, I enjoy spending time in the factory and divides, designing kind of new products um, and new pr processes, you know, like the tech med device. Hmm. And have you had a hand in designing any new products recently? Yes, uh, we have. Um, since we've embraced technology, um, we've uh, designed our own foot platform. So we're on the second prototype. So our idea is to have a package. So it's basically like a, a briefcase. And in that side, that briefcase, you would have an iPad Mini 5, an occipital structure sensor version 2. Um, it would be preloaded with software such as MSoft, um, and it would be a stand with an adjustable platform, a transparent Perspex adjustable platform. So our clinicians would take that around their clinics, and if they need to scan someone for footwear, for an ankle support, um, you know, such as an AFO or a DAFO, then they can just use that device. So yeah, we're on the second prototype. We were pretty pleased with the first. Um, fortunately, uh, TechMed give us a little bit of feedback on the first one, and we're on our second prototype, and that should be coming, well, should be back with me next Tuesday. So yeah, all going well. We'll have that on the market in about three months' time. Hmm, that's great. And are you using TechMed technology in this prototype, or this is a different thing? Um, 
with this prototype, we don't need to. We've 3D printed it. Um, we 3D printed it. It's in 24 separate parts, and then we bolt it together. Um, and you know, that's one of the great things that we have found. Okay, with uh, TechMed and also with 3D printing, um, one of our companies is Orthotics, where we do uh, off-the-shelf products as opposed to our bespoke. And if we want to work on prototypes for those, such as thumb splints uh, like we have in the past or when we made our own kind of uh, off-the-shelf AFOs and DAFOs, then we took some scans and we 3D printed them. So, yeah, the TechMed uh, system was great, you know, to allow us to do that. Mm. And what else are you doing with TechMed? Well, um, it's, it's changed us. It's, it's changed the way that we work um, completely. We're a very traditional company. We've been going since 1972, family-owned company, Daisy Limited. Um, <clears throat> and a large part of our work um, is making bespoke footwear. Um, so, you know, stock, modular, and a lot of bespoke footwear. So we can make footwear for kind of any foot of shape and size. Um, previously, what we, that entailed was consultation with a patient which would usually be something like 20 minutes um then you would reappoint them about a month later and then you'd have an appointment for about an hour where you would take a plaster of paris cast um and then we would wait for a courier or a daisy uh, delivery van to come and collect that um so usually it, it could be a week or two before that cast even got to daisy and was poured um so the turnaround of footwear would have been six to eight weeks now in clinic uh, we can do our consultation we can take out our ipad take a scan then and there so we don't need to reappoint the patient um and then we'll just email that immediately to our cad department at daisy and they can print out our lasts which takes about two hours so that alone shows that the dramatic difference that technology such as 3D scanning has allowed us. Um, and on top of that, it's worth noting the accuracy. Um, you know, as I mentioned, touched on, I'm very proud of the industry that I'm involved in. However, some of the ways that we do things are viewed as quite um, old fashioned. For instance, if you came in and you needed some bespoke shoes, one of the standard ways of measuring people's feet is to put your foot on a blank bit of paper draw around it and use a tape measure and take some circumferences and a, and, a, and a wooden foot stick usually for foot lengths. Now, that surprises some patients when they come in because I think they're expecting something kind of fancy. You know, if you go to the opticians, then they've got the latest technology to um, assess your eyesight. In orthotics, we don't really have that. Um, so the difference from going from drawing around someone's foot and using the tape measure and the variability that you can get from that, um, if you don't mind, I'll just throw in an example, actually. Um, mm. About two years ago, well, when we first started um, considering 3D scanning, we did a, a trial. It was a very basic trial, but we did a trial nonetheless at Daisy. And we got 20 orthotists from different sectors, some Daisy orthotists, some colleagues of mine outside of the, the company and some NHS orthotists. And we gave them the same scenario. So we had a size six female foot um, and we all asked them to take a draft. So it was just a case of drawing around that foot, taking the lengths and taking the circumferences. And it shocked us, the difference that we had we had up to 25 millimeters difference in the circumferences and we had one size variability um, in the shoe size as well. You know, we had some people given a five, some people given a seven. So even the most, what seems like the most simple of tasks, we're doing different. Um, and mm. we didn't want that inconsistency. If a patient comes in and so he sees one clinician or sees another, 
the prescription uh, criteria um, and basically yeah, the, the measurements that we take should be the same. And the only way forward really was to, to go with a scan because if I take a scan, if you took a scan, Kate, it's, it's going to be the same. You know, it, it, there's not going to be, I think they work to a tolerancy of like one millimeter or two millimeters. So, you know, there's, it's negligible. Um, so that was one of the big things for us is to stop the inconsistency um, of that. And then on top of it, yeah, the simplicity of, uh, of 3D printing has just been, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's just changed our business dramatically and also made the world a smaller place. Um, you know, one of our clients is from Saudi Arabia. They wouldn't have entertained uh, sending us their footwear orders previously because they would have had to take a plaster Paris scan. You know, obviously it would have needed to be freighted over here. It could have got damaged. And and the time and the money that it, is, it costs. Now it's just a scan and they email it to us and it's done. So, yeah, hmm. huge, huge differences. Of um, experimenting with having your different clinicians measure feet before and after. I wish more shoe manufacturers would do that because I swear their sizes are so inconsistent. Well, that's true. And and, and that's one of the reasons, really. Um, yeah, you, you, commercial footwear, it can vary dramatically. You know, their last sizing, um, you could have, you know, I'm, I'm guessing you now, but yeah, eight to 10 millimeters difference in the widths and the lengths. Um, <clears throat> so we... we we try to, you know, get consistency now, and it's made it's made a huge difference to us. We can turn around more footwear, um, so it's allowed us to recruit more staff, um, and yeah, and the quality is better. Hmm. And what was the process like for implementing this new method, the technical scanning method? Well, it's quite an interesting one because I knew nothing about three D scanning. Um, it was just. Uh, Bit of brainstorming, and we thought, well, like, how can we improve on this scenario where we're all we're having inconsistency in the way we're measuring for for what is is deemed a very simple device. Um, <clears throat> so I contacted the Welsh government; they were incredibly helpful. Um, they put me in touch with a company called PDR Wales. PDR Wales uh, they do maxillofacial work, so they do they do three D scanning. Um, and they'll print components in lots of different materials to do facial reconstruction. And they work with the hospitals or, um, around the UK. So they were incredibly helpful. I had a, a few consultations with those guys. And we tried some different uh, bits of technology to see what worked. And I think it, it showed me that for cost, because bearing in mind, so I've got 15 orthotists in our team, and I've got to buy one of these devices for each one of them. So I couldn't afford ten thousand pound, you know, for each each orthotist. So with an occipital structure sensor, it's about five hundred pounds UK pounds. So we decided to purchase one of those and go down that path. So then the next step was to decide what software we would use. So we go to Leipzig. It's called OT uh, World. Uh, it's a trade event in Leipzig. So that was coming up a couple of months afterwards. So we went to went there. And I went around a couple of the stands, uh, probably spoke to about four or five of the exhibitors who were dealing with 3D scanning, um, TechMed being one. And I then went away. Fortunately, uh, these guys gave me like a short time frame to trial uh, their product, which was invaluable. And we tried all of the devices and I ended up coming back to TechMed because these just seemed to be not only the most user-friendly, but it was the most reliable 
I did find some of the competitors that would that would crash. And actually, the key deciding factor for us was because we were still working in small numbers, we were still only scanning potentially one or two patients a day. Um, they did a paper paper scan uh, where you could purchase tokens um, via their website and just pay for what you use, as opposed to some companies wanting you to just buy a, um, a license for a, an annual license, which can be quite expensive. And it's just, we, it wouldn't have warranted what we were doing at that time. So yeah, so we ended up working with those guys and their customer support has been second to none. You know, they've been superb for someone like me who was a complete layman and didn't understand the technology at all. Um, they were incredibly helpful and they still are, you know, they, they, they're currently doing, a, a con they, they appear to constantly be doing updates on their systems, um, which is wonderful because they're just keeping ahead of the game. Um, and that's great because they brief us on it and they give us advice on what we need to be doing. Yeah, and it's it's also worth noting it's it's not just you know we don't just use it for the footwear here. We've uh, Daisy's broken down into three companies. Um, so if I just tell you a little bit about those, just so we've got Daisy Bespoke, which is what I manage. Um, our MD is a chap called Bob Bob Cooper. So I kind of work alongside Bob, and we we manage that side of the company. Um, we've got another company called Orthotics, which is an off the shelf product company, um, which is fantastic because a large percentage of the population don't need bespoke items. You know, they'll just fall within the small, medium size bracket. So that's a company that we started about 15 years ago and it's just grown exponentially because it's e-commerce and people can just buy our products from around, around the world. And as I touched on, if we're working on new prototypes, we can scan for those, 3D print them and trial them. Um, unfortunately, we have great feedback because of our orthotists on site. So yeah, so that's one side of our business. And then the other side we've got is the podiatry side, Ace Feet in Motion, who deal with, yes, yeah, so the podiatrists, they'll deal with people from all walks of life. Um, so we have people who just book their appointments and they come in because they've got problems uh, with flat feet or uh, you know, Achilles problems and things and such, such like, but they also deal with high end sport. So they deal, deal with the Welsh rugby team, Cardiff city athletics, um, some of the premier league, um, players. So we get the trial on some of these people. So, um, it gives us great feedback on the products and they use the scanner for their insoles. So, you know, if you're coming in as a private patient, you want a good service. You don't just want to put your foot in a foam impression box to get a pair of insoles. You know, it's far more, um, it looks far more professional when they come into our gate lab. We have a two meter gate lab. They can do their walking, they can do their running. And then after that, we take a 3D scan of their foot and then we make their insoles, which are commonly referred to as, you know, FFOs or orthotics. We make them on site then while they wait. So that's, you know, 3D scans allowed us to do that. So mm. huge, huge improvements in, in it for the industry. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, some great advance advancements, uh, potential advancements for the future. I think for what, what we're using it for, um, it, it's probably quite basic, you know, making, making footwear, making lasts. It's, it's quite basic. Um, there's other companies, the one company called Crispin, um, Crispin Orthotics, who are far more advanced than us. You know, they, they're going a stage further, you know, where they're 3D printing their actual devices, you know, their AFOs and things, and then selling them to the consumer, you know, in their bespoke helmets. And um, no pun intended, but I, I take my cap off to those guys. You know, what they're doing is incredible, you know, and it's great for the industry. 
it's great for the patients. And I think it's encouraging more people to come into the industry as well. Uh, there was a, a national shortage of prosthetists and orthotists, which, which is what we are. You know, we yeah. train as prosthetists and orthotists. And then at the end, you know, there are some opportunities where you can dual role, you can do both. But most of the time, you know, you choose whether to be an orthotist or a prosthetist. But yeah, there's been a shortage of people coming through because um, people just don't know about the industry. And maybe it's just not sexy enough, you know, for people to want to come into the industry and do that. Um, but with this new technology, I think it makes it exciting. You know, you look at the advances in prosthetics, uh, carbon fibers, the titaniums, it's improving the function of the prosthetics and it's also improving the you know the the weight um so yeah mm-hmm. with the with the 3d scan as well and uh, it'll bring more people into the industry which is only a good thing so it sounds like the whole process went really smoothly for you of implementing the 3d scanning it was really easy yeah um it was it was really easy once we started using techmed Mm. Sounds like an advert for tech, but it really was. Um, when we first got it, you know, I, I bolted on the occipital structure sensor, um, myself and our operations manager, a chap called Kerry Bolton, um, and we tried using the software that was kind of, uh, we were supposed to use at the beginning, um, and we just couldn't use it, you know, we, and we just thought, well, is it our incompetence or, you know, what is it? Um, so, but then once we we downloaded the tech med and and the the alternatives we soon got the hang of it very quickly you know and we're talking 30 minutes you know as quick as that you know it 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 was quite easy the difficulty is i think because we're trying to scan 360 degrees of a foot and an ankle it's an awkward thing to capture um i think if we were going to do a scan of a torso or a head you can, you know, have someone standing up or sitting down, and you can walk around them and capture, you know, th- those it- those uh, those body parts. We want a semi weight bearing foot, so hence why we designed this our own platform. You know, it's uh, called platformed. Um, we're basically the foot can be positioned on it, and with the transparent perspex, it allows us to get underneath with the scanner and then go around the foot and the ankle and capture the 360 degrees. And I think that's where tech meds came into its own. When we were trying the competitor software, it was fine when we were just capturing the top um, of the foot. As soon as we wanted to go to the underside, it was kind of that transition from kind of planted the dorsum um, aspect of the foot it would just kind of uh, crash, you know, um, and, we, and we'd lose the scan and then we'd have to start all over again, um, which isn't a nightmare because, you know, we're talking 30 seconds here as opposed to, you know, a lot longer taking casts, but we never had that with TechMed. We would just scan and it would capture and it was done. And we found the accuracy um, in our footwear improved dramatically. Um, when you make footwear, you always add a little bit to the last anyway. So, you know, you don't you don't just take a scan and then you make the footwear to the exact scan because, you know, your shoes are going to be too tight. So usually, you know, you take your scan, you add a particular amount of measurement to the end to give space for the toes. Um, and if you're having an insole under there, in there as well, you have to add that onto the last. So we trialed a little bit with that, but that didn't take long to get, to get right. Mm. Great. Well, I want to note that Stu is not being compensated for this in any way. <laughs> he is volunteered as a satisfied TechMed customer to do this interview. Um, so thank you so much, Stu. It was great chatting with you. Thank you very much, Kate. I really enjoyed it. 
Check back soon for more stories on digital transformation in the orthotics and prosthetics world, right here on TechMed Talks.